Helen, you're going to have a picture of who that is. And these gifts are going to help us to understand who that is. So the first gift that we're going to look at this morning is joy. So maybe you're sitting here this morning, but what is joy? What is joy? What is the definition? Well, if you go to the dictionary, the actual definition or definitions of joy are the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something that's exceptionally good or satisfying, keen pleasure, elation, the expression or display of glad feeling, a state of happiness. Those are the actual definitions of what the word joy means. So this morning I'm going to ask Hunter if you'd come up and open up this gift of joy for me this morning. He's going to unwrap this gift. And as we unwrap these gifts, it's going to be a picture that's going to begin to unveil for us. And if you'd be gentle as you unwrap the front of this picture. And throughout our time this morning, piece by piece, you're going to begin to see what it is that we're looking at. As I said, all of us, we love to be happy. We love to feel satisfied and elated in our lives. These are things that we enjoy. Am I right in saying that? Right? I think each of us enjoy having joy in our lives. Have any of you ever longed for more joy in your life? I know I have. I know there's been seasons where I have longed for more joy in my life. I think we can all say that. There's times where there's less joy than we've longed for. But in Scripture we find that Jesus says that we can have the same joy that he has. In John 15, 11 it says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Jesus doesn't just say so that my joy may be in your life, but rather that his joy may be in your life. That joy that comes from God, not from anywhere else. This world often tries to offer us joy, but who knows that the joy that this world offers often is just for a moment. It's fleeting, and it leaves us feeling empty. The joy of Jesus that Jesus shares with us is complete joy that never leaves, that never fades, and that never leaves us feeling empty. It's a complete joy. So we have moments of sadness in our life where we may feel down at times, but they can never quench the joy that Jesus has placed inside of us and the joy of the Lord within us. So along with joy, we also know that peace is provided in our lives as well. So looking back to the Gospel of John, we move forward a chapter. In chapter 14, we find Jesus talking about the coming of the Holy Spirit in verse 27 where he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So peace, Jesus tells us. He gives us. Buddy, would you come up and open up this peace gift for me? 
together. So Jesus is telling his disciples here in chapter 14 of how he's going to leave them, but not to worry, for he's going to leave peace with them. And we know that he says that's going to be through the coming of the Holy Spirit. And that's so true in our lives today that we don't have to worry that there's times where we say, ah, I just wish I could have peace. And, and Jesus says that you do. Peace that comes through the Holy Spirit. Peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's true in our lives today. Even though Jesus is not physically here with us on earth, he has left his peace here with us. Another gift that we're going to touch on this morning is the gift of grace. We all need grace at different times in our lives. And grace is a wonderful gift to receive from others. But oftentimes it's very hard to give to other people. Right? We love to receive grace, but we're not always very good at gifting grace to other people. God shows perfect grace to us through his son. Right? He shows perfect grace to us through his son. Dale, can I get you to come up and open up the grace? chapter 2 we read for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is the gift of God Jesus was the embodiment of God's grace we cannot fully accept God's grace without accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior moving on from the gift of grace we come to the gift of mercy have you ever been shown love and compassion when you didn't expect it or maybe you didn't deserve to receive it? I know that I have at different times in my life. Budge, can I get you to come up and unwrap mercy for me, Budge?
There are many stories throughout Scripture about mercy being displayed in the Bible. But maybe you're here this morning and you're asking God to do a miracle in your life through healing. And I want to encourage you quickly this morning. Looking through a passage of Scripture in Matthew chapter 9, we find this. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and he asked them, do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and he said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. So what I want to say this morning is, don't be afraid to call out on the name of Jesus and ask him to show mercy in your life. If you truly believe that he is able to do such things, you may see the miracle of healing take place in your life. Maybe even right here this morning. The final gift that we're going to look at this morning before we wrap it up with the gift of love is the gift of forgiveness. The reality is, is that we live in a fallen world full of sin. But the great, great thing is that you and I don't have to remain in sin. We don't have to remain in that place. God provided us with the precious gift forgiveness. Michael, can I get you to come forward and unwrap the gift of forgiveness? Romans 3, 23 through 26. says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in, for, in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Each of these gifts are related to one another in many ways, which is because there is one person 
who is a perfect example of each of these gifts, joy, peace, grace, mercy, and forgiveness. And by now, by looking at this picture, I'm sure you've figured out who we're talking about this morning. But as we unwrap the final gift of love, we will have the complete picture of who Christmas is truly all about. So I need one more volunteer this morning. All right, buddy, you can come on up and open up the final gift of love. You waited very patiently. You can come right up here, buddy. You're okay. It's on this side, so you're fine. <laughs> He's like, where's the picture at? Be careful. You're going to start up here on the top. Careful, 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 careful. There you go. There you go. Now okay. There you go. Now okay. There you go. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus Christ is the perfect gift. The perfect gift. There's no one who embodies love more than the Son of God. He was sent to earth to live the most selfless life imaginable. He was tempted in every way, just as you and I are, but yet he did not sin. He did not give in to his desires, for he understood that he was sent to this world for one reason and one alone. To be the sinless, perfect sacrifice. To go to the cross, to die, to then rise again to overcome sin and death forever, so that you and I may be redeemed and made whole in God's eyes once again. That we would be sanctified, that we would be washed and made white as snow through the sacrifice that Jesus made and taking God's wrath upon himself on the cross. So Jesus truly is the reason for the season. Christmas is focused around the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So this morning we've taken a little bit of time to focus not only on the birth of Christ during our object lesson with the kids, we've taken time to look at some of the different gifts that Jesus provided to us through his life, through his death, through his resurrection, and currently today, 
as he still sits at the right hand of the Father. But this morning, I want to give you an opportunity. Maybe you're in here this morning, and you haven't given your heart to the Lord yet. I want to give you the opportunity to do so. So I'm not going to ask you to come forward. I'm not going to ask you to do anything funny. But I do want to take a moment here this morning and allow you that chance. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, with nobody looking around, I do simply want to ask this morning, if you have not made the decision before to give your heart to the Lord, or maybe you did, and you've wandered away from the Lord, and this morning you would like to make that decision, simply just by placing your hand in the air and putting it right back down, I just ask, if you would like to make that decision this morning, please just put your hand up in the air quick and put it right back down. Amen. Amen. All right. If you made that decision this morning or if you've ever made that decision before, I ask that you just repeat after me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who you sent to this earth as a sacrifice for our sins out of your love for us. I thank you that he was willing to endure the cross and death for our sins. I thank you that he overcame death and sin forever. I live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. If you made that decision this morning, I would ask that you just find myself or Pastor Laura after service. We just have a small booklet we'd like to give you just to help you with this awesome life-changing decision you made. It's just kind of a next step. Um, and so uh, it's so wonderful that you made that choice. It, it truly is the, the greatest thing that we can ever do is give our hearts to the Lord. So thank you for making that decision this morning. Let's just, let's just give God a praise for that. Just thank you. I'm just simply, we're going to close in prayer, and then everyone is invited into our gym. We're going to have a, a, just a fellowship time. We have cookies, and uh, we're just going to have a time uh, fun in there. We also have uh, a photo booth that's set up in there, so we want to encourage uh, as families or individuals, um, just take opportunity um, to take some pictures in there, and uh, we just want to make that available to you as well. So, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this morning. We thank you for this opportunity we have to gather together in, in your house as brothers and sisters in Christ, Father, to look to your word, Father, and to just learn from it and glean from it. We thank you for your Holy Spirit's leading and guiding. And we just pray, Lord, this morning that that which we've, we've learned and talked about, God, that we would continue to, to think about it and ponder on it. God, continue to just work in our hearts and our minds. God, we just pray that this Christmas season, we would continue to focus on you, God, and the real reason for this season, God, sending your Son to this earth, God, and, and all that that means, God, we just thank you for that sacrifice that you made for us out of your love for us, God, your deep, deep love that you have for us. We thank you, God, for that, and we just pray as we go out now, God, you give us a boldness and a courage, God, to continue to be a light and a witness to those around us, God. 
pray that you would just continue to help your kingdom advance through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for being here. Have a wonderful week. God bless you.